Hi, my name is Imelda. Um, my contact number is 626-205-8617 Pacific Time. Uh, you can call or text. Um, I am a grateful compulsive overeater and um, a step and food sponsor. Okay. So um, I got asked to speak today um, just uh, very recently, something that um, I, um, I, I said yes to when I got asked. And um, earlier today in my day, I got asked, to speak on a couple of other meetings that they need um, help with, um, a Zoom and a phone meeting. And I said yes. And, um, you know, working, in, working my program, you know, um, takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of willingness and being open to um, to, to service, and um, I say yes more. Um, when I am in my disease, like I was for the majority of my life, I've been around the rooms now for about 12 years, and um, prior to that, my life was very unmanageable, and in, in all aspects of my area. There was a one time in my life where I reached 436 pounds. That's not even life. It wasn't for me. I was just existing then. And um, it's very hard to do life, to participate in life. And um, I wasn't available to anybody. And it's 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 difficult, you know, um, my self-esteem was shot um, and, and just feeling very miserable. The only thing that didn't make me feel that way, and that was a false illusion, was the food. That gave me a lot of comfort, tremendous comfort. And I did um, big quantities of, of, you know, ample eating. I mean, I was in... Um, eating vegetables or anything healthy. I was, um, there were a lot of, uh, there was a lot of white flour and sugar. And there would be times when that would backfire on me. It didn't do what I wanted it to do. And so I would find something more to try and keep finding that comfort in my substance. It was just a vicious cycle. It was nonstop. And I always had Tylenol with me because I couldn't stop the headaches. You know, you would always find um, Tylenol on my visor, tucked in my visor or my cup holder. And as soon as the, the headache went away, then I, I was good for that short time. But I had headaches every day. They wouldn't stop. Coming to program, you know, the first time, um, that's all, it's always been that way, was um, they took sugar away. 
And going through that period, I remember that first time coming to program, I couldn't imagine doing life without, you know, without that substance. I mean, it's used in celebrations, um, snacks, I mean, and a lot of things. I, I just couldn't imagine doing life without it. Like, how, how can I? You mean I'm never going to have it? And um, I remember I was being told then, just for today, just today you won't do, have it. Maybe tomorrow. So when they would tell me tomorrow, I would look forward to tomorrow because I really took their word for it. That, yeah, I, I want it. If, if I'm not going to have it today, you said I could have it maybe tomorrow. And that's how my, my mind operates. You know, that's how it talks to me. And um, I kept, I got a sponsor and I began to work the steps. And um, I've had, I, I, I've shared this before many times that um, over time I've had different sponsors and short periods of times when I've left the room. And I've discovered that my answers are not outside the rooms. And when I have left, uh, coming back was always coming back with shame. And so what I used to do then was that when all the rooms were open, was that I wouldn't go back to, my, to the regular meetings I used to do. I would travel out farther because I didn't want nobody to see that I had put on weight. That was my pride and my ego, you see. And um, so I would travel. And I would meet other people, don't get me wrong, and it was good, you know, to, to be at different meetings. But I knew why I was doing it. And so um, I would sit there in a lot of shame. And a lot of those meetings had podiums. A lot of those meetings, you had to stand up and go up to the front and share. And I remember one time, this was several years back, um, I remember getting up. I had to do it. I had to because I, I, in, in my disease, I, live, I don't live in the truth. I'm in denial. I'm defiant. And so I remember getting up and um, I raised my hand that I wanted to share and I got up and I went to the front. And uh, that was a decent sized meeting, probably about 60 people. And I went up to the front and, um, and I shared and I told them and I said the truth why I was here, that this is not a regular meeting of mine, that I think it was, it was my first time there. And I told them why I was there. I was hiding. You see, that's what I do a lot. I'm an addict. I run and I hide. And um, so I, I, I used to do that. I used to do a lot of things, you know. Um, and I kept moving forward no matter what. I'd have my periods of sobriety. And, um, and then I wouldn't, and then 
this time around, I've been back now for like, what is it, like 447 days. And coming back this time, um, you know, was a very much a different experience for me. And um, I got a sponsor again, of course, and um, started working the steps, you know. And I, I, I came back, you know, um, at a deeper level, you know, of, of uh, willingness, um, honesty, um, you know, surrender with an open mind, being teachable. And, um, and I've been doing that since, just one day at a time. And, um, and again, you know, sugar and white flour were off the table and artificial sweeteners. And I came back with, I had reached uh, goal weight, uh, maintenance weight, and um, I came back with a significant amount of uh, weight gain. Never, my, never, ever did I imagine that would happen to me, and it did. And um, I came back, and I, I just had to get to work. I had to, and I've been doing that since. And service is something that is very um, important in my recovery, very important. Um, I came back and right away got to work. And, you know, taking on service um, positions on different PIN codes and being open to backup and, you know, what have you, to speak and whatever. Um, and remaining abstinent no matter what. And um, having a sponsor, you know, to check in with every day and report and this and that. I remember a while back telling my sponsor that um, I was helping then um, people get started. I remember I had one, maybe two, that I was working with, maybe two. And I had told them then that <clears throat> I couldn't, two was just really pushing it, working with two people. That one I felt I could do better, but two was just too much, you know. And... Um, that's not where I'm at today. You know, today I have several. And it's funny how things change as I've kept working the steps. And that has, working with them, you know, um, service has its, its own reward. I have to give back what was given to me freely, like my sponsor said. That is very true. Um, my sponsees today, they keep me current. They keep me on my toes. And I need them sponsees. And <clears throat> today I'm available to them. I'm available to anybody. When I'm in my disease, I'm not available. I've checked out. People can try me. They can call me. And they're going to go straight to voicemail. I'm not available. But that's not what it's like today. Um, today I have, you know, clarity. Today I have more peace. You know, that fear and that anxiety that I used to experience at one time, those intervals are much farther apart. They, it still comes to visit me. But today I have to also, like, differentiate 
the false fear from real. Because there's real fear and there's false fear. I don't walk into a market and say, hey, you know, let me have five pounds of fear. There's no such thing. But if I have a lion right in front of me, well, that's real fear. And, um, you know, I'm just grateful that today I don't have to walk around that way, you know, full of fear. Um, today I can, I don't have to be turning back and watch who's behind me or get startled and jump because someone came from behind me. Little things like that, that used to happen to me. Um, as I kept working the steps, and when I got to my fifth step, when I had to give it away, my inventory, that, at that point, that's when I had my spiritual awakening. And it was, it was an awesome experience. And that allowed me to keep moving forward. And I continued with doing service. And um, as I got into the steps further down the road, um, things were getting better. Of course, the obsession had lifted with food. You know, where I'm at peace with it today when things come up for me. You know, food doesn't cross my mind. Not today. You know, um, I have the awareness that there's something going on. Today I reach out to others. Today I can make a call, and as I did yesterday, it was, I believe, today, yesterday, and talk to someone, to my sponsor. And today, this morning, you know, I heard a share that, um, it was a very pretty share to hear where that person is on her journey and what that person is going through. And um, it was very inspiring. I'll tell you the truth. Today, I didn't want to be here. You know, um, I had shared that earlier with my sponsor that, you know, I was thinking about not coming through with this, you know. I still have my moments where, you know, I, 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 behind it is, is being selfish, where I make things about me. And that's what that was about. And, um, you know, earlier today, a couple of people reached out to me and I said yes to help them out. And that helps me out too, to get out of myself. Because I found out as I was, as I was working the steps. Gentle reminder, I, you have five minutes. Thank you. And when I got to the fifth step, I realized that the world didn't revolve around me. It burst my bubble. And um, today, I still have my character defects because I have them. They're just a part of me. It's who I am. Sometimes they flare up. Sometimes I'm juggling. Sometimes... One is, is more um, in control, another one's, you know, coming up a little and so forth, you know. But today I have um, a program, I have a sponsor, and I continue to work the steps and staying connected. You know, um, I realize, too, that, you know, service is, is something that I do, you know, that I have to do and carry the message to also keep my sobriety. 
that's just a must. However, I also learned that there has to be balance. You know, um, I can't, like, overcommit. And because that will also, like, throw me off. That could throw me off. And I was starting to feel that at one point. There has to be balance, not where there's, where I'm feeling, like, drained. Because now I'm not fully present. And so, um, but I continue with service. And I continue to be of service to others and, um, and just move forward. Move forward no matter what. No matter what. And today's been a, a good day. Sometimes those, those feelings have been coming to visit me in my day, and that's okay. I, I know what it's about. It's the awareness that I have. And more than anything, it's, it's that, is having the awareness. And it's a good thing, you know. If I touch my wrist right now, I feel a pulse. That's because I'm alive. And I'm going to feel things. And as long as I'm here on this planet, I'm going to feel things. You know, life is in motion. You know, so I do my reading. My sponsors check in. I make myself available to them, to my sponsor. And did what I was supposed to do today in my day is um, be of service and um, do what I was supposed to do. And also a little self-care for myself. I do time out. And I did that earlier in my day. I had an appointment and um, had a um, facial done, you know. Um, got to the gym for a little bit and things like that. I could do that today and I'm grateful that I can, that I can do that today. I have to every day collaborate with my higher power, every day, first thing in the morning. And let me tell you, honest truth, I really am grateful because this is a, a disease that um, today I'm an example of, of life and death because I was that close to it. Today the physical recovery I hardly talk about because it's really not important to me as it used to be at one time. It's just not. That's happening. and um, But more than anything, it's my emotional, my, my spiritual. That's the most important. That's very important to me because that's what it's all about. It's about my higher power, my connection with him. And that's why I stay abstinent. One minute reminder. Thank you, Nan. And that's why I stay abstinent, is to collaborate with my higher power and to align myself with him and do his will. And um, everything that I do, I practice on daily basis, everything I do, you know. And some days it comes out a little, just a little sloppy. But that's okay. I, I come back to the center of things. Prayer. Prayer is crucial. I tell my sponsors, we're always in prayer, always, no matter what. No matter what emotion we're feeling, we're always in prayer and always saying thank you, God, always, you know, regardless. And so, um, yeah, it's, 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 I'm much better today. I really am. I'm, I'm a lot safer on this side of the spectrum in recovery. And um, 
just grateful for, you know, my fellows. And um, because all together is how we recover. Thank you, Nan. And so I will wrap it up now. Uh, My contact number again is 626-205-8617 Pacific Time. I will pass. Would you like to leave us a, a, a topic this evening? Yeah, I do. How about um, service and um, fellowship? Thanks. Service and fellowship. Thank you, Imelda. All righty. 